Welcome to the Love Your People Well podcast. We're here to build healthy, happy, and holy family relationships. I'm Jess, a marriage and family therapist, a Christian, a wife, a mom, and I believe God creates us for relationships, relationship with Him and with each other. So if you want to build a strong marriage, connect with your kids, find peace and purpose at the end of those crazy days, and keep Jesus at the center of it all, you're in the right place. Stick around, friend, and let's get started. Happy Friday, my friends. It is the Friday Faith follow-up for episode 107.5. And we have been talking this week about your family Christmas wish lists and the presents and the gifts and the things that you're going to wrap up and put them under the tree and have a wonderful time with your family. But really, we've been kind of pressing back on that a little bit. We talked in our main episode this week about the reality that It is not about the stuff that you buy your kids. It is about the time that you spend with them and the message that you're sending them with with how you buy them stuff or don't buy them stuff or what you do or don't do during the holidays. And so I hope that that was an encouragement and maybe a little bit of a challenge for you. And what I want to do today is to press into the faith side of that, the scriptural side of how we think about our family wish lists and presents and and how we handle all of that in alignment with what the Lord says about gift giving. Because the reality is God places zero priority. I mean like zero priority on giving our gifts, like giving our children, I should say, like the classic American Christmas, you know, 28 presents wrapped under the tree and everything is perfect and we rip into them and then we spend the rest of the day playing with the train set or whatever. God cares about loving our kids and investing in our kids and he he cares about family and building memories and things like that, but he places zero priority on getting our kids a lot of stuff and you know, ripping into them in the morning. Like he does not want the focus to be on the presence. He places zero priority there, but he places a high priority, a very high priority on caring for our children, discipling our children and celebrating important things together. And the important things at Christmas are not the presence under the tree. And the important things at Christmas, I mean, really are not like the family memories that you're creating. That's wonderful, but that's not the reason for the season, as they say. We are celebrating because of Jesus, because of who he is, what he has done, the fact that he came, that God came to earth. Those are the things we should be celebrating with our kids And if you read through the Bible, I mean, the Old Testament and the New Testament, God is all about a good celebration. I mean, in the Old Testament, we we get distracted. Well, not distracted because they are important, but we focus a lot on like the Ten Commandments and all the laws and this is how you make sacrifices and this is how you fast and, and things like that. That's important. Obviously, that was important to God. But he also had a lot in there about feasting and celebrating and remembering what he had done and celebrating that, passing that down from generation to generation. And Jesus does it too. He spends a whole lot of time around the table with his friends, sharing a good meal, celebrating with them, feasting with them. 
there's so much priority from God on celebration. So I really hope that as you are approaching Christmas this year, you don't get distracted by and bogged down by all the presents and all that stuff. But I don't want you to ignore it either. God loves a good celebration, but it's only good if it's focused on celebrating the right things in the best possible way. And what I would encourage you to read through, maybe as you're wrapping presents one night, (laughs) you can listen to it on your phone or it's a very short little passage. But I'm looking here at the Gospel of Matthew in chapter 7, and this same story is also in the Gospel of Luke. Um, And Jesus is telling, it's not really a parable, but he's telling a little story in his Sermon on the Mount. This is what he says. This is chapter 7, starting in verse 9. Which of you, if your son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a snake? If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? So in everything, do to others what you would have them do to you, for this sums up the law and the prophets. And we often really focus there on verse 12, like the golden rule, do to others what you want them to do to you. But let's think about what God said here about gifts. Like he knows fathers, mothers, parents, you want to give good gifts to your children. He's acknowledging that. He is certainly not belittling that or saying don't do that. He's saying even though you are much smaller and weaker and more sinful than me because you're human, you still delight to give your kids good gifts. He is not shutting that down. He is not dismissing that. He wants us to celebrate and to invest in our kids and enjoy our kids. But he also is acknowledging here the reality that while we delight to give good gifts to our kids, how much more will our Father in Heaven give good gifts to those who ask Him? As we are celebrating Christmas, that is the gift that we should be focusing on, the gift of Jesus, the gift of God himself coming to live with us, seeking and making it happen, a relationship with us. We love to give good presents to our kids, to see that smile on their face, to play all day with that train set that they just got. But our Father in heaven delights far more than that, with gifts that are far better than that. And it is my prayer, friends, that we focus with our families this year on those better gifts, the true and important gifts that came at Christmas. And we want to celebrate, whether that's kind of classic American celebration or whatever your family does, those wonderful traditions that you look forward to every year at Christmas. I hope that those point to the good gifts that our Father has given us. And I hope that they're not distracting so that we are accidentally celebrating the wrong things. We don't want our gifts and our celebration to feed our children's greed or materialism or selfishness. We want our gifts to them to feed their faith and their holiness. We want to give them things that point them in the right direction, not just stuff that they like and enjoy, but that they can learn from and share with others and enjoy in a way that builds them up rather than isolating them or hurting their heart 
in some way. So my friends, um, I have found those verses helpful this year. I wanted to share them with you. Again, that's from Matthew chapter 7, um, but it's also a story that is in the Gospel of Luke. And as we are wrapping up today, let me pray for all of us and our upcoming Christmases. Holy God, we, we thank you that you are a God who loves to celebrate. And we thank you for the good gifts that you give us. And we pray that this year, each of our families are focused on on the true gift at Christmas, the true and better gift of Jesus, the realities of, of how it changes our lives, that he came and he lived the way he did and he died the way he died and he rose again and is alive today. And I pray, Lord, that through your grace, the Holy Spirit will be present with everyone listening right now, not just on Christmas Day, but throughout this entire season, that we will keep the focus in the best possible place so that we can enjoy the season and celebrate well and point our kids to Christ. And I pray all of this trusting in his name. Amen. Friends, I do hope you have a wonderful Christmas. We actually do have a few more episodes left uh, this year before we actually get to Christmas. And uh, next week, we're going to be taking a look actually at some of the emotions that tend to come up at Christmas time, um, mom guilt and busyness and stress and anger and things like that that can kind of bubble over when we're, you know, hopefully enjoying Christmas, but also probably feeling a little bit of stress about how it is all coming together. Um, so this will be really helpful next week. And then um, actually the week of Christmas. My plan is to chat a little bit about how to prevent disaster when your family's eating together, let's be honest, and then some ideas for what to do if things fall apart. Because when everyone gets together, hopefully that is a delight and a joy, but the reality is sometimes it's not. (laughs) Sometimes it's painful and difficult, and we don't want that to happen. So just a little sneak peek into what is coming soon, and... um, that is all we have, my friends. So circle back next week. And until then, hugs and blessings to you. I'll talk to you soon.